0: What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we're coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend of debrief and effort to send biblical truth. What better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm one of your hosts, Caleb Pearson. Joining me, camera left and camera right, the mm-hmm. host trifecta,
1: mm-hmm.
0: back on the episode together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know the last time that happened.
1: I don't know. But we're the Tri-Squad. We're
0: the Tri-Squad. Mark Carey's not here. Sorry to mm-hmm. disappoint everyone. Uh, we it's will the do other our, Mark. We will yeah. do our it's best. the other Mark. Uh, I guess I haven't even introduced you guys I said, yet. No. <laughs> to my left, uh, you're right, Mark Francis. Mark, good to see you, buddy. What's up? How are you? Is it weird looking at us from that angle?
2: Yeah, I, I feel like I'm in the hot seat being on this <laughs> side of the room. All the spiritual clarity is, falls on you, buddy. There is no so. pastoral knowledge mm-hmm. over here. <laughs> she's so. back
0: with us again, the lovely Alicia Battaglia. <laughs> Alicia, how are you?
1: Very well, thank you. Good. So today's June 1st. It is indeed. And the cicadas are screaming at us. Yeah, they're real
0: bad now. It was like a slow, gradual, yeah. and then
1: it tactile was launch. Fake news to begin with, and then it turned real. Yeah, we jinxed really it. I was cutting the grass quickly. over the
2: weekend, and they were just flying and attacking me. Uh, they thought I was a tree when I stood still, and they would just try to just jump right on me. It's wild. And then it's, some yeah, of the piles
1: are starting <laughs> to stink, like the thick piles of the shells. People are eating them. Mm. Are you guys in the business of mm. eating them? No, thank at you. I mean, is, this like one, no? is this like no. one of the
2: plagues? Like this is, I, I feel There's like was a parallel. Yeah. This is something going on around here that we can make an analogy to. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find something. Guys, let's jump
0: into a Sunday in review. Romans 12 and all the little nuggets of knowledge this guy finds in here. Uh, I recall two verses being kind of split up into six separate parts. Alicia, I'll come your way first and then Mark and we'll bounce this thing back and forth.
1: So uh, one thing, I don't remember if this was in one of Mark's prayers or how he started it things off, but I made a note. He said, Jesus, please open our spiritual eyes. And I mm-hmm. thought that is exactly what we need because God, He's the source of all things and God is love. And He is the one who, um, by the power of Holy Spirit, it will help us to see the needs and then also help us to love genuinely. Um, and it is amazing that um, from starting in verse nine, from the week before, all the way through this week, was just nine through 12, these four Mm. verses that Pastor Mark has brought out nine characteristics of Mm. unhypocritical love. So it'll be fun to talk about those today and um, pull them apart a little bit more.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, I said it last week and I'll say it again. It's just amazing how a couple weeks ago he said, we're going to really just sit and rest in this topic of loving other people and loving people the way God has loved us and I'm just mm-hmm. scratching my head like man how how oh, are we going to yeah. do that because I can say that phrase in one sentence and mm-hmm. I'm like okay I think I know what that means but man now I <laughs> it just it blossoms mm-hmm. and it opens up like a flower to say man this is even greater love mm-hmm. that God has shown us and how we're then called to love other people well, and you know it's it's it, I'll let you speak because I have more to say, but go for it. Well, it just speaks to the depths of
0: of what we're trying to do here when we're unpacking Scripture, I think at this rate. I mean, you get that idea of, you know, the the Bible can be summed up into love God and love others. Yep. And you can just, okay, box checked, sweet. Love Mm -hmm. God, love others. But really, okay, how are we going to do that? What is it going to look like? And then really bring the body of Christ into the fold. And so, I don't know what your experience was like personally this weekend, but we're kind of back to normal around here. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were a lot of people in 1045 especially, and so... That was very cool to see, and I I, I felt that there was an energy there, even from Mark's standpoint, of like, okay, this room is full now, and it hasn't been. I'll
2: speak for him. I mean, I talked with him this morning, and he felt like it was a celebratory kind of feel. Mm -hmm. He was excited. I think that energy kind of conveyed in his sermon, and and it conveyed in the rooms that were there. We're almost at 900 people in the... Um, On campus in person over the weekend between all four services and then you count another hundred online We're really close to then feeling like back to normal as far as what we typically be at And still there's the call for people to still know that like man, we want you here (laughs) We want we want to be in person in the call for that but but just to now then say To segue about the topic. How can we love each other when Mm -hmm. we're here in person in the building? And, and how can we care for one another and, and serve one another and, and all of those things that are mm. out there of just at the root, love.
1: Right. Mm. Uh, so my husband and I, we're back down in F3. We've been there the last couple weeks and... Um, that's, it's just so great to be back because when we first started coming here six and a half years ago, um, we, that was where we started and, um, we've mm. been there since. And so and we've missed you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> 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 it, we've missed, like, we've missed everybody down there. And, uh, for those of you who aren't a part of the F3 community, it's, it's very unique because we're all downstairs in the basement and, um, it's the same faces every week and it's a much smaller, uh, place picture of what's happening upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get to know each other better and um, we're, we, it's, it's just a really neat experience. So being back in that community has meant a lot to my husband and I, um, and I'm very thankful for that. Hmm. So Yeah. yeah and and
2: for me, I mean, I still have this convicting feeling sometimes that in this part of the passage of Romans to say, man, I am just not loving people (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to. I'm not caring for people. And then there was one of those uh, slides that Mark put up that he he grabbed from a website, I think somewhere or some article about why we might not be consistent in our love Mm -hmm. with each other.
1: Oh, yeah, the busyness. (laughs) How busy
2: we are. There was my conviction. And I know that I'm busy and I know that other people are. And I hate telling people, how you doing these days? And he said it exactly. He, oh, I'm so busy. I'm, I'm just so busy. And there's just that self-importance that comes out of it. Mm-hmm. But then when you go down that list that he shared, I heard so, – I was watching people's heads nodding in the mm-hmm. service of like, yep, that's, mm-hmm. that's spot on. And and our culture today of being so busy to then not, able, not being able to love and care for other people is – It's affecting, I think, Mm -hmm. our community, it's affecting our culture, it's affecting our churches, Mm -hmm. it's affecting me. I mean, I know that, yeah, I'll be honest, I'm not out there loving, quote unquote, loving people the way that I'm called to be. Mm -hmm. Because I am so busy, then I just sit and I crash at night and I'm a vegetable just watching a half hour (laughs) show and then I'll go to bed. And that's like, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I got to do better. Yeah, it's interesting. If, if
0: I'm not really thinking about it till just now, but if, if somebody asks you how how you're doing, and you say you're busy, you haven't answered the question. Yeah, right. right. Uh-huh. And I think the second thing that's happened, especially as we come out of this quarantine in this past year that's felt like an inhale but not an exhale, we're no we're no stranger to rest. I think in learning mm-hmm. spiritually how to handle the quarantine and all this, but. I don't know what it's like for you as far as planning your summer, but everybody's out and ready to be Mm -hmm. out, and and we're instilling busyness now. It's not just stumbling upon us like it can. I I think we're ready. We want a certain Mm -hmm. level of busyness, but to really remember, like, okay, if I'm going to love on the body of Christ around me, I've got to get past the superficial, walk past in the hallway, check the box of, I think, because we're Christians, because we love Jesus, we can say, like, oh, I was, I was kind, right? Uh, I, I did the polite thing. Right. right. But yeah, I'll go pray for you. I'll yeah. be, I'll be praying for you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And even in one of my seminary classes, one of the tactics they kind of taught for basically a pastor to avoid burning out or saying he'll pray but not is basically praying on the spot for just a few seconds mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that person. Mm-hmm. Would you mind if I prayed for you right now? Right. And, and, and whether it's a touch on the shoulder pre-COVID or whatever, you give a 15, 30-second prayer to really – make the moment intentional. Mm-hmm. Because I think we use prayer's name in vain a lot. I'll be praying,
1: but right. will you? Right. I hope right. so. But that's one um, way that we can love genuinely is when we actually care enough to stop and mm-hmm. to pray, and then just being dependent on the Holy Spirit to bring those things to mind throughout the day. And when someone is on our heart, to not bypass that, but to stop, which takes an act of unselfishness, and then throw up that prayer for that person, um, or just you know acknowledging your need for the Lord during that time. And I love what Mark said in a sermon at one point, he said that busyness is, um, it's all about me. It's not about you. And um, it made me think about C.S. Lewis. He had a quote, something along, along the lines of, the only way to be sure not to have your heart broken is never to give it to anyone. And with genuine love, we are giving our heart to one another. We're not only giving our hearts, but we're giving our lives. We're giving our actual physical bodies and service to one another. And then and our
2: time too. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And there, there is a sacrificial aspect of that. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of times we will be burned or we will be heartbroken. Um, but that doesn't mean that our investment in love is thwarted, that God's not going to redeem that or mm. use that, that um, even sometimes when um, there's hurt in the picture, God uses that for redemptive purposes. Um, and so, in that just makes me think about how with um, all of these characteristics that Mark brought out, that um, we need to be reminding one another of the truth of who God is and um, what he's said about community and the body of Christ and how we relate to one another.
2: Well, let me just pause because it's important, I think, to read the passage again Mm -hmm. and and just really get a Mm -hmm. sense because he laid out six more characteristics. So, there were three Mm -hmm. the week before, six more in this past sermon, so nine total for these three Verses, and it starts in verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in brotherly love, give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. And he paused there, but the passage continues. Mm But right there, So the nine different characteristics Mm -hmm. are just incredible to think of it. Reading them off, the spiritual sensitivity of love, the tenderness of love, the humility of love, the consistency of love, the earnestness of love, the focus of love, and then the hopefulness of love, the perseverance of love, and the posture of love. Man, those are cool words to really look at and unpack. If you
1: think about... um, maybe in your life, someone of the faith that you, um, that has impacted you. And I have someone mm-hmm. who embodies all of these, uh, characteristics and, um, she's, she's a faithful friend. She's consistent. I know that she's mm-hmm. always going to be there. Um, and she's, she's earnest. She's so quick to love and she sees needs and she, uh, actively seeks to meet those needs. Um, a lot of times it's to the detriment of her of her own self, you know, but she she's so in tune with the spirit um, where her focus is love. She's walking in the spirit. She's abiding uh, with her savior. And so she's got that upward focus that then naturally flows outward. And, uh, I have been a recipient of that over (laughs) and over and over, um, in my spiritual walk. Um, and then the hopefulness, like she, um, she brings, uh, truth and hope and perspective from God's word when I've walked through some really hard things and Mm -hmm. it's just been such an encouragement, um, and, uh, Two, like a handwritten note, when you receive a handwritten note from someone, uh, that just means so much. And you can (laughs) like hold on to that. And um, so I have notes that she's written me over the years that have just uh, Hmm. been wonderful. And so it's just just so neat to be able to have uh, a, a sister or a brother in Christ who will walk alongside of you embodying these... Uh, this genuine love, and not perfectly, they're sinners. <laughs> I mean we mm. and sh- you know my friend and I we've had our ups and downs too, but there is that uh, mm. union in Christ that we share that is unbreakable. but that's
2: kind of motivating though too. I mean we're talking about the motivation coming of what has God done for us first, right But then how we interact with each other mm-hmm. is then motivating to you to be like, man, she is loving me yeah. and and I'm how can I do that to somebody else, right. or show that back to her, right. or, or pass that on? You know, to this, to mm-hmm. to be a light in the world, and to have others show you the love. To then is motivating to say, yeah, I'm. I feel like mm-hmm. God can empower me to go do that to other people too. Mm-hmm. Well, you're getting to the point
0: where he he asked an application question there at the end of the sermon that I'll I'll read here shortly. But it's cool to read through Romans 12 and really understand that it. it Hones in on spiritual gifts and how we're all unique and how we can all really decide how the Lord has gifted us and how we all work together. But then, when it comes to the way we demonstrate love, it's not going to be up to each of us to decide how God's going to love. Yeah, uh, and decide. Well, no, this is this is just how I'm going to do it because I think it can be easy to really dwell on the the unique, you know, personality and giftings that the Lord has given me. But then think that that is what is going to dictate my Christian walk, but it's not. It's going to be the thing that actually brings us back together mm. in unity in Christ so that you're seeing Jesus through your friend. You're mm-hmm. not just seeing your friend because right. what happens when that friend leads you astray or you know somebody in the church, you're watching a Christian vibing with what they're doing until they're not demonstrating something that now we can know God is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we want to get to a point, I think, where when a Christian is inconsistent with us, we don't turn our back on God. We, we say, okay, wow, well, thank God that you're consistent, you know, and, and mm. that's they need salvation just mm. as much as I do. And yeah, we really get cool. to a point where we know more about God than we do about the Christians around us, so we don't shake from that. And the application for life there that Mark mentioned was, who is there in your life that needs the touch of God's love through your heart of love? And I think that speaks to the flow of Romans 12 and how your heart of love is going to be circumstantial mm-hmm, in your environment. Mm-hmm. You know, what's my mission field? Who am I interacting with? And personally, with this past weekend, it might be somebody you've been worshiping alongside two rows to your left for five years. Mm. Connect with them, see yeah. how they're doing. How's yeah. the last year been? And really figure out, okay, God, maybe there's an opportunity. That to was love the, on.
1: that was the favorite part of my sermon was was the end when we actually all stopped and prayed for the person or people that God had put on our hearts. And I was just thinking um, mm. about how how active the spirit is. And like all at once, God is hearing all of our prayers and He's so faithful. He is going to hear our prayers and answer them. And He is so good and He's so trustworthy. And He loves us so much and He loves to minister to us. And um just the power of the Holy Spirit moving um, is really unique to the body of Christ. And it's this wonderful gift that we've been given. Um, and we have access to we have the Holy Spirit anytime. <laughs> like mm. We can just call upon the Lord and he's there.
2: And the practical working it out, uh, like you just said, Caleb, was just looking at the people who are sitting right next to you. You might not mm-hmm. see him during the course of the week, mm-hmm. but in this regathering process, and now that mm-hmm. we are just now hitting kind of our max number that we've had attendance in well over a year, there's people who are, who are, needing that love and needing that care and attending church is not just about this inward right. thing about just right. what can i receive it's about what can i give
1: yeah. and
2: and that's a very easy practical opportunity is you know the worship ministry we don't necessarily have greeting times anymore you know in the middle of the service you know we're not shaking each other's hands and taking a moment <laughs> there but do that yourself before right. or after the service find the opportunity to mm-hmm. to to say all right I'm not going to talk to 10 people today. I'm just going to talk to one or two people
1: right and here, right that, now. And I, that was take my that experience this, this past Sunday because sometimes I can tend to be selfish and just like want to sit in my seat and have nobody talk to me. But I got up and I went and talked to some people and there was one lady I had met and um, she was there and she'd, she's been attending off and on, but her husband was sick and then he had died in December. And so hmm. I was like, uh, just so impacted by her story. Um, and so that made me think about her all that day Mm. and I prayed for her Mm. and without taking that step, going, introducing myself to a stranger, I would not have ever known her story, wouldn't know her name, wouldn't have prayed for her. Mm. And it really did not take that much effort, but God used that moment. Um, and then there was uh, yesterday, uh, I was talking with someone that I hadn't talked with for a long time and she was just telling me her story over the past year and what their family has walked through. And, um, it's just, there, there's a burden, you know, now that is, is, um, for that person, but it's a, a good sisterly burden. Um, so that, now we can share in that together, and I think that that's true uh, biblical fellowship. Where that's we the body
2: can... of Christ coming together. Exactly, it's, it's, it's a specific display of God on display mm-hmm. because the body of Christ is doing that and loving each other to then show how God has truly loved us. And, and, and it starts with again being together corporately and during the course of mm-hmm. once a week, but that's not where it ends. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do that. And those,
1: when we're interacting with one another, it helps us to keep our eyes on the Lord and away from ourselves because we're focusing on others. So, it is that upward and outward Mm -hmm. uh, action that naturally happens. That's
0: exactly what I was going to say as far as what we do on a Sunday morning and the importance of, of worshiping God and being together. I mean... Example being, Mark gave, what, nine characteristics of unhypocritical love in 40 minutes. So, he's going to be scratching the surface on a lot of stuff, (laughs) trying to really incorporate the value of that throughout our week. But one thing I've been convicted of over the last several weeks, uh, especially with being on staff and the upcoming transition and all all that, is just the Sunday mornings are are a spiritual reminder uh, of God and how big the body of Christ is for me. It, It serves as a reminder. Yes, it's an outlet to glorify God. See loved ones, see Christians, but it's it's a it's a sobering reminder sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the past few weeks, I've been I'm in one seminary class, but the assignments are due at very weird times, like in the middle of the night sometimes, and they're all scattered, <laughs> and you can't submit one till you submit the next one, so it's hard to plan ahead. I've had to get to a point where I'm setting reminders on my phone. Like, I need a reminder. <laughs> to make sure to capitalize on the time I have. They probably do the tea
2: on purpose. Oh, just, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Right. Uh,
0: Don probably called him or Mark called him. He's <laughs> like, make sure to give this kid a bad rap. But anyway, I had to, like, my wife is like, did you set a reminder? Like, I, I know I'm a student. I know I'm in the class. I have no intention of slipping away from my responsibilities. But the reminder that goes off is life saving for it's well, not like it's grade saving for me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can maintain a good status in this class because of this reminder that this is what it's about, this is what you've been called to. And Sunday mornings have become that for me, especially being on staff. Like, mm-hmm. this is an opportunity to just mm-hmm. be with the congregation,
1: mm-hmm. my
0: brothers and sisters in Christ, and be reminded of that's right, I, I have that. Mm-hmm. There's so much more than just whatever I might be focusing on. So, that's been mm-hmm. super cool to, to kind of feel and partnered with the excitement of back to normal. I mean, he used that phrase two yeah. weeks ago, and it yeah. gave me chills. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. You mean it? Uh, but we're getting there. Really the, other, cool. the
2: other phrase he used fairly regularly towards the end was this idea of just boiling over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> th- there is this, this almost mm-hmm. this overflow, this boiling over because of just we can't help to, con- but to con- mm-hmm. we can't contain ourselves of being able to just show others the love, knowing what God has done for mm-hmm. us. And, and that's just as a reminder to me that in my job here at FBC, helping plan events and projects and things like that, we are going to be focusing more on this kind of looking out at others in the fall with the family ministry focus. Mm -hmm. So just a little side note, kind of mark this away, but come fall, we're going to be even highlighting this even more, this exact passage that we're looking at in all the other one another passages. And the idea that things can just overflow out of us. Mm. It's just an abundance of what God has done, and he's boiling over. But this idea of just the image of just seeing a a pot just boiling over and just— All those Christians. Yeah, Yeah. but but in a positive, neat, Mm -hmm. good way Mm -hmm. of overflowing or waterfall or whatever image comes to mind of what does that look like? How can we associate that image of like, man, that is— what God has done for us, and I can then go express into that to the others. community. Yeah. So,
1: speaking, this is this is an aside, totally off topic, but it was in his sermon, so I'm going to bring it up. So, Mark's speaking fault. of speaking fault. of very vivid image.
0: Oh, I know
1: <laughs> what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say <laughs> With his joke when he was talking about seasons of life when we experience real busyness, <laughs> and the butcher that backed up into his meat grinder and got a little behind in his work, like.
2: I, I can't get that out of my head too. that's, that's yeah. classic going, going on
1: egyptian yeah.
2: <clears throat> is that what sermon spotlight is for just to, to talk about the, I, I the, the I, positive I, and negatives i, I think it was he knew he wasn't gonna be here and so, that's why
1: he said it that's my I that's okay. my running I think we theory probably okay. should unpack that
2: <laughs> <laughs> unpack all the uh, other phrases yeah. Too. yeah yeah so good uh, i think there was even okay this is another side note and, and no names here but when you watch a sermon on a video in Fellowship Three, you have a little more liberties. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And and the, and there were a couple <laughs> jokes that he was attempting to make and there was somebody sitting next to me that verbally out loud just shook his head and said, That was a bad joke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a yeah,
1: of of
2: advantages of that. yeah, That's free. So it is a little funny. more vocal down there. Oh, that's so funny. Not gonna that's, name the joke, not yeah. gonna name the person, but
0: yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Mark, we love you, we miss you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What? Um, what else? Anything else we're missing before we jump into some announcements? Oh, yes. I know there's some stuff on the calendar, Mark. We want to run through, but Whew.
1: yeah, it was it was a busy good. weekend. It was neat to remember Mor- Memorial Day and um, yes, very good. So that was that was special too. So mm-hmm. I just still you. appreciate
2: the conversation aspect of what we do here, the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we can unpack things and mm-hmm. exegete them, but that's what Mark is for. And, and so we're, what we're doing here is attempting to just give some practical applications to you mm-hmm. guys watching or listening, use our own lives, use the, the good and the bad that we bring up mm-hmm. of how can we apply this in our lives. And so that's my encouragement is to say, how can, how can we be empowered by the Holy Spirit to go love others more than we're doing right now? Yeah. And if that occurs on a daily basis, is there's no recipe, you know? Mm-hmm. Just because we have these nine nine characteristics of love, doesn't mean that that's exactly how it's going to happen every single time for mm-hmm. for you or for me. Mm-hmm. It's just how can we have the better understanding of who God is to where you can apply it and walk by the Spirit and just be moved by Him. And, and so, throw that, one that's, another
1: on to love and yeah, good works.
2: Mm-hmm. That, and so that's what again. So I just appreciate the conversational component of what we do with with the mm-hmm. Sermon Spotlight podcast because you can. Just take that and hopefully it encourages you. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard from several community groups that it does, and it can really just facilitate conversation throughout the week.
0: That's why we started it, and that's definitely where we've seen the fruit of it. But and it's just I'm not in your community group, but yeah. I feel like I yeah, am. yeah. <laughs> like would be interested to see what they have to say. Uh, but we need yeah, to bring
1: them here one day. We've had those conversations. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's fun. Cool, Mark. What do we need to point people towards over the next few weeks before we get out of here?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's with the regathering process. I'll just keep bringing that up that the because of the rules and regulations, CDC guidelines and things like that. We're not having mask required services. Mm-hmm. We're not necessarily having the same social distancing. So when you're volunteering for children's ministry, if you have been doing that pre-COVID and you haven't, they still need help to get back to the nine o'clock children's ministry aspect of worship. Um, so that's just the neat thing to, to share, that, that we're getting back to this normalcy. Um and then on top of that, there's plenty of other ministries that are happening. Women's ministry has um, flourish thing. flourish yeah. every Tuesday night. Kids Week, Kids Week BBS is coming up, is coming so Alicia, up June, you're a part of that. Yeah,
1: June 22nd through 25th here at the church. Get online, register your kids. There's opportunities for you to serve and donate items, whatever. Yep. Just jump in. Uh, we're it's going to be a great week. We've been planning for months and months hmm. now, and it's it's going to be. So much fun. Mystery and, and Island. to
2: be there in person too, but we are also are offering an online option. Yes, if that's that true. If that is okay. still yep. something that you want to be a part right. of online mm-hmm. or even if you're on vacation that yeah. week and you want to come back to it. So right, yeah. So there's some really cool things happening with that. Exactly. Last thing off the top of my head, Fellowship Family Podcast has been oh. putting some stuff out. Yeah, putting mm-hmm. some stuff out, and Caleb's bringing it up because we're going to actually get a chance to interview Caleb and his wife, Hannah, lovely bride. for this coming week. Now, there's just some really neat changes happening behind the scenes yeah. in our staff, who we can call our family. Yeah,
1: here. I listened last week. The M- McNuts were on there. I, Loved I, hearing I got their a little story. bit emotional.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so good. You know, he just defined that God is on the move. And so yeah. God is on the move in our own personal lives. But just what is going on here? The staff and Caleb, you're a big part of that picture. So we're going to get a chance to hear from you and Hannah this coming Friday. So merging our podcast networks here and channels so go listen to that because there's, there's all kinds of other things we're going to interview even more people on top of that so check those awesome. out cool
0: well thank you guys for being here thank you so much to our viewers and listeners for being a part of just the church life throughout the week that's our ultimate goal here so you can find the podcast all over the place subscribe leave feedback drop a review and just make sure to find us on youtube as well if you like the video form the fact of the matter everybody's that sermons and not mentioned just take an hour but rather transform a lifetime until next week much love God bless.